This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. Thank you very much. Shus Shachter, Shus Halav Mardasa. The the topic of of Machlokas is unfortunately perennially timely because of its potential to be so insidious, so pernicious. So in that sense, one doesn't really need to explain why it's timely. It's always timely. But it's especially so at this time of year for multiple reasons. First of all, this is the time of year when hopefully we begin to feel a little bit the Eimas Hadin, that we feel a sense of awe and at, at the impending Yom Hadin. And hopefully we're more open to thinking about and confronting difficult, delicate issues. But for another reason as well, to reflect on Machlokas, this time of year is especially appropriate. Meshachochma comments in Parshas B'Shalach, we find startling Ma'amore Chazal. So for instance, Chazal tells us that Bayez Rishon was Chorev because of the Gimel Averos Chamuros. About the Zohar, Gilead, Arias, and Shvichas Domin. By Yesheni was Chareh because of Sinas Chinam. The Lamdacha, Sheshkula, Sinas Chinam, Kenegi the Gimel Averis. That when you put it on a scale, that, that Sinas Chinam is the equal, the equivalent of the Gimel Averis Chamuros, of when there are incidents of bloodshed, of. of, of of Gilead Rias, of, of, of Avodazar. How, how, how can that be? Every Ma'amari Chazal, the Meshachachma quotes, Doro shel David kulam tzadikim hayu. In the generation of David and Malach, they were all tzadikim. Ba'al yidei shahiyu bahem dalatur and hayu noflim ben Muhammad. But since they used to speak against each other, they used to speak Lash and Har against each other, so their righteousness, again, maybe with quotation marks, but their otherwise, their, their, their righteousness notwithstanding, they used to fall victim in war. How you know from the Muhammad? Dorashal Achav, in the generation of Achav, Ovdavodazar, how you? They were idolaters. But however, but they didn't turn against each other. So Meshachma goes on to explain that we have tremendous zechuyos as a tzibur, as a people, as a collective. Sakharish Baruch Hu relates to us differently. When we engage in behavior that destroys the cohesiveness of tzibur, that, that unravels the fabric of Tzibor. So then when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is relating to us on that level of Tzibor and Rabim, and, and, and we just don't measure up, 
That's why these Averos, Ben Odom are treated so severely. They elicit such a Midas Adin. The, the Rosh quotes in Masachas Yuma that Yosem HaOdom Alibo Erev Yom Kippur Lefayis Kol Odom Shenotelo Eva. That on Erev Yom Kippur, one should look to mollify, pacify someone who feels enmity. So we generally assume that the reason for that is because if we've sinned against the person, so Yom Kippurim is not going to be machaper unless we're first on the fire the person. But when you look in the rush, which is what 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 appears in the Gemara, it means even if the person who's no telo eva, maybe he was the wrong party, but afopichain one is supposed to take the initiative to try to create shalom. The Gemara tells a story that the Rav Havle Milsa with Ahuta Bacha that uh, Rav had had some kind of incident with the, with a butcher, and the butcher was in the wrong, and, and Rav had been in the right, and yet Rav goes Erviyamakipurim to try to be Mephayasim. The Rosh quotes of Pirkei the Rabbi Lazar that Yom Kippurim we resemble Malachi Hashares in, in many respects just as the Malachim don't eat or drink so in Yom Kippurim we don't eat or drink and one of the respects in which we're supposed to resemble the Malachim in, in which we're supposed to be angelic in Yom Kippurim is Ma Malachi Hashares Simas Shalom Beinehem just as Kula Mahuvim, the Malachim, there's no uh, sin and kinna, there's no jealousy, there's no hatred, there's no, uh, there's no friction or tension. So, so too, that's supposed to be the state of affairs amongst Kal Yisrael on, on, on Yom Kippurim. After, in, in the conclusion of the Avoda on Yom Kippurim, We refer to the fact that today we no longer have the Avoda. Avonosainu Hechrivu Nava, the Besamikdash was destroyed because of, initially because of our ancestors' sins, and that state has been perpetuated because of our sins. We hope there will be Nishalma Params for Sainu, the fact that we said the Avoda should qualify for the Kabbalah. And then we, we say as follows that Al Kain Barachamecho Harabim Nasatolonas Yom Tzomakipurim Hazer in your uh, abundant uh, mercy, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you've given us the, this fast day of Yom Kippurim. The Yom Mechila Saovan Hazer Leslichos Saovan Lachaparis Parsha that sins should be forgiven and atoned. It's a day which is also Achila also Bishsiyah. We we list off the the Chamisha Inuyim. Yom Simas Ahava Vereyus, Yom Azivas Kinna Vesacharus. It's it's a day to, to foster, to generate love and camaraderie. A day to to totally abandon the the jealousy and, and sense of uh, competitiveness 
And then, Yom Shetimcha L'chol Avonosenu. The, the existence of, of Ava Vireus internally is what leads in to the Mechilas Ovam. So re- reflecting on, on Machlokas is especially timely uh, as we look forward to, to, to the Yom Hadin. Why is there so much machlokas? Maybe initially we'll, we'll reflect on the uh, the causes of machlokas. So the truth is that the potential for machlokas is, is really very much embedded in human nature. That there's a certain paradox of existence. On the one hand, people are social creatures, social animals. One of the Gemara's interpretations of, of the Apostolic at the end of, of Kohelis, of Sov Dov HaKol Nishma, Es Elokim Yerav, Es Mitzvot of Shemur, Kizekol HaOdam, that the world was really created for this ideal person, who's the Yerei Shamay and the Shomer Mitzvot What are the rest of us here for? So, the Gemara says, Litzvos to provide companionship. And not, not only to fill a pr- pragmatic need, that too, that, 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 that too. Breakfast would be very late in the morning if each one of us had to go out and milk the cow and, uh, and, and, and make all the preparations from, from scratch in, in the morning. But it's not only to, to fill pragmatic needs, but we're social beings. We, we need, we, we, we thrive on companionship, on, on socialization. That's on the one hand. On the other hand, and this is equally embedded in human nature, the same way no two people uh, the, the, the features are identical so no two people think alike either no two people rea- react exactly the same and just as in the, the, the analogy to appearance some people even though they're not identical they resemble each other and some people don't look at all like each other the, the, the one's tall, one's short, one, one has uh, a dark complexion, one has a light complexion. They're, they're totally, totally dissimilar. So the same is true in the Deosei and Shonos. Deosei and Shonos, so everyone has, so there are so many different ideas about how society should run, how society should uh, function, or whether it's a microcosm within, within society how institutions should run, how they should function. And, and everyone is looking that their view should, should prevail, understandably. So on the one hand, we need each other. On the other hand, it's very hard to, to get along because of the day of and Shonos. So we, we live together because of Litzvos Laza, because we're, we're social beings. But on the other hand, They'll say on Shonos, it's very hard to agree. Disagreement is inevitable. 
and, and hence the potential for, for machlokas. It's a type of, of shnei ksuvim hamakrishim zehazeh. So what happens when you have shnei ksuvim hamakrishim zehazeh? So I remember many, many years ago, decades ago, Shachtus Kola was learning Masechus Beitzah. And, and one of the questions on, on the on, on the Bechina was, what, what do you do when you have Shnei Ksim Makrishim Zehazeh without a Kasar Ashlishi? Um, I know the answer now. <laughs> there are two ways you learn. You learn some before the test, some 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 after the test. So Shachta had in mind the Machlokes Rebelez and Rabbi Yeshua by Simchas Yom Tov. So some Shnei Ksim Makrishim Zehazeh can coexist without a cause of Ashlishi. But we know that in most cases, in, in the Chumash, when we have Shnei Ksuvim HaMakrishim Zehazeh, there needs to be a, a harmonizing cause of Ashlishi. And here too, that there is need for a, a harmonizing cause of Ashlishi. Absent, absent a harmonizing cause of Ashlishi, the ill will that the Deoseum Shonos generates can and does become very, very destructive. When, when as, a, as a school child, when when we learned of American history, when we studied American history, so we, we studied about the, the Civil War, and we studied about it as a relic of the past. It was something that was unimaginable, inconceivable in, in the present or the future. It was something that belonged to a different time and a different age. And, and now, I don't know what is going to be or what isn't going to be, but no one thinks that it's unthinkable anymore in this country. It's not unthinkable. Is it going to happen? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not smart. I can't, I can't, I can't see what, what, what the indications are. But, but the, the, the mutual loathing that, that exists amongst different groups is so great that it's not unthinkable. It's not unthinkable. And all of that is because of not finding uh, a Kosovo Shlishi between the Shnei Suma Krishim Zahazah. Because without the Kosovo Shlishi, so then the Deoseum Shonos, it, it, that it destroys the, the fabric of society and everything becomes uh, a turf battle over what the economic policies are going to be, what the immigration policies are going to be. Why does the, the American scene concern us? It concerns us, we live it, we're citizens. It obviously concerns us on, on that level. But it, it also concerns us for, for another reason. That there is a very, very important and, and insightful idea from, from the Baal Shem Tov. Baal Shem Tov says, well, why is it that, that sometimes a person witnesses a midah on display. 
Why would it be that sometimes a person will see someone get very angry and, and really see a violent display of, of anger? Or ever, ever, ever such midas rows. So the Hashem Tov says, HaKadosh Baruch who orchestrates that for us, when we're supposed to recognize a shortcoming within ourselves, but it's not so easy to, to recognize one's own shortcomings. It's much easier to, to see the shortcomings of others and in others than it is within, within oneself. So if I need to, to, to work on, on, uh, on avoiding the midah of chaos, HaKadosh Baruch orchestrates that I'll see someone else getting angry. If I need to work on, on, on the midah of, of gaiva, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, 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 will arrange things that I'll see a display of gaiva on someone else's part. But that's really a message to me that, that I need to, to introspect about those midos as well. And unfortunately, the, the, the lack of civility at times demonizing one's opponents be they political, be they uh, ideological is not something which only exists in the outside world it's, it's something that unfortunately we need to reckon with internally as well so how does what is the cost of Ashlishi between the inevitability of disagreement the fact that we need each other and we live together so, what, what is the cost of Ashlishi so perhaps to suggest a few very simple even simplistic points some disagreements are disagreements where a person can't know with absolute certainty that his position is the correct one. Let's say when we have uh, internal uh, debates or disputes within different uh, parts of the, the Torah community. It's entirely possible, again, either that the position I subscribe to is wrong and the person I'm disagreeing with is right it's possible that both are, are legitimate and, and here just a healthy dose of, of humility prevents one from having the arrogance of having the, the absolute certainty that I'm right and that my opinion is the exclusive correct opinion the disagreement is inevitable but, but if the, those who are part of the, the disagreement are, are humble so disagreement doesn't have to deteriorate into machlokas 
Beisilel with Nochen Valuven, and because of that, they together with Beishamai engaged in in, in Machlokas the Shem Shamayim. But there are times when there are disagreements, when one side is absolutely right and the other side is absolutely wrong. Not all, all disagreements should one. Is there room for this openness that maybe, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe, at, at the very least, the other party is is equally legitimate? No, there, there are some issues in which there are right and wrong. When when people take positions which are unequivocally against Torah, so there's no. There's nothing gray about uh, about about those types of, of of issues. So how does one sort of navigate th- those disagreements? So perhaps the following guidelines. Number one, the, the disagreement should be with civility and courtesy rather than rancor and, and, and ridicule. Closely related, the disagreement should focus on issues, not personalities. The disagreement is not ad hominem. The disagreement is over the, the substance of the issue, over the right and wrong, not over the people. Third, third of all, language needs to be restrained. The exaggerated language also just pours oil on, on, on the fire of Machlokas. There, there is, truth be told, a certain nagging question. I think that maybe we don't articulate but at least beneath the surface one, one wonders about it aren't there some things that people do and espouse that Alpidin classifies them as Rishon and if so so then how are we supposed to retain the civility if so how are we supposed to avoid the, the ad hominem if people take positions which clearly, clearly run contrary to, to, to the Torah, so is there really room for this kind of civil, restrained, issue-focused rather than ad hominem disagreement? No. Isn't it clear that if a person does and espouses certain things, that, that the person is, 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 is a Russian? So Kimaduma, the answer is as follows. The, the default setting, in terms of our Ben Adam is to treat each other with respect, with Avasisal. That's the default setting. It's true that that Alpidin, sometimes there are things that override that. Marshalama the default setting is that it's also to, to, hit a, to, hit a, to hit a Jew. 
we just read in yesterday's Kriya Satur, right, in the time of the Sanhedrin, a person could be Chay of Malchus, in which case, the default setting was overridden, and you had to administer the Malchus to the person. So, the, the analog to that is, the default setting is, that we're supposed to interact, relate to each other with Ava, with, with respect. Are there times when, when that's overridden? There is. But if labeling someone else a, a Russia is not in the least bit productive, it's, it's, it's counterproductive. It doesn't achieve anything, it doesn't accomplish anything, so then there's no override. And we remain with the default setting. We don't live in, 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 a, in a time and an age of, 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 of history where that type of approach is in the least bit fruitful or productive. We absolutely need to delineate right and wrong and stand up for, for right unequivocally. But the ad hominem override, which in theory had and has a place, but it's only if it's going to achieve something. Right? The Chazanish famously when he comments on how the halacha of Moridin Vein Malin is no longer operative as Manazah, basically says, employs this type of logic, this type of reasoning. He says, Moridin Vein Malin, which was an override of, of, of the issue of causing death to, uh, to, to a fellow Jew, what was at a time when that helped sustain and protect faith and, 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 and helped contain a cancer of, of, of heresy. He says, Bismanazah, to employ those methods, is totally counterproductive. It's counterproductive, so then it becomes also to do it. So then we, we revert back to the default setting. And, and the same is true, again, of less dramatic and less drastic measures as well. The, the, the labeling, the, the demonizing, it's all counterproductive. If it's all counterproductive, there's certainly no mitzvah to do it. If there's no mitzvah to do it, there's no hetter to do it. And we return to the default setting that we're supposed to interact with, 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 with mutual love, mutual respect. And there's no lack of standing up for principle. There's no lack of being firm in one's commitment to, to principle and, and to truth in displaying uh, civility and, uh, and, and courtesy, avoiding the ad hominem, keeping everything issue and focused related. That there is a type of machlokas, as the, as the mission always tells us, with which there's no negative associations. On the contrary, machlokas can be something which is productive, enriching, and sustaining. Well, what does that mean? The mission says that the paradigm of a machlokas Hashem Shemayim is the machlokas Hillel and Shammah. There was no personal agenda, no personal vendetta, 
אז פיורי המחלוקת לשם שמיים. How did the machlokasim between Beis Hill and Beis Shammai arise? So the Balatanya writes, based on sources in, in, in Kabbalah, that we find a pattern that the, the Mishnah in Ages points out that with only a handful of exceptions, so within the machlokasim between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, Beshamai was always more machmeh, always adopted the more stringent position, and Beshilel, again, with a handful of exceptions, adopted the more lenient position. So how did that work out? How did that uh, pattern emerge? So the Balatanya says that the Neshamas came from different places. If you sort of imagine that the Yavashalom has, a, uh, has a, a storehouse of, of Neshamas, and uh, the same way in the, in the back of the, the shoe store, you know, things are organized, different sizes, different... Uh, so there are different types of, of neshamas. Or neshamas come from different places in, in the Rebbe Shalom's uh, storehouse of neshamas. And the neshamas of Beis came from one place. And the neshamas of Beis came from a different place. And that is what generated all the machlokas between Beis and Beis So what that then means is, it, it's another way that Machlokas is really ordained. And if we can avoid the Machlokas Shalol Hashem Shemayim, if we can retain the Machlokas Bil Hashem Shemayim, so then the Machlokas again not only is not destructive, but can be something which is enriching and, and which is of vital importance. Let's maybe try to concretize that a, a little bit. The, the, the only uh, time the, the Rav visited the Eretz Yisrael in, in 1935, so in addition to all the Shi'urim, so at least on one occasion he gave a drasha. Uh, this is the way my, my, my father, Zechon Levacha, heard it from, from, from the Rav Zechon Levacha. So I, I heard it once removed. And, and he darshan on Parshas Bolag, Vayar Yisrael Shochem Nishvatav. Maybe he was saying that this is Pshad and something Rashi says. Or, or, or maybe it was independent of that. So he, 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 he explained that, and then, and he was so inspired that he then had uh, the Ruach HaKodesh to, to give the Bracha. So what is the, the Bilam saw? So he saw the, the, the differences in Drachim, the diverse approaches within Kral Yisrael. He saw, this one's a Balmusa, and, 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 and this, one's a, this one's a Litvak, and this one's a Chassid. And, and he saw that richness of difference within Kal Yisrael, how each person found his place, found the derech within Torah, within the boundaries of the, the things which are out of bounds, but, but within, the, within the bounds, within the boundaries of Torah, each, each one found his derech, so those differences were enriching. If, if you're painting a canvas and you do everything in one color, so the, the picture is, is only so, so gripping. If you employ a whole range of colors, so then it becomes a much richer canvas with much more appeal than, than otherwise. 
So Machlokas has the potential to, to destroy, but it also has the potential to, to, to enrich. The, the Shochem, the Shvatav, is, is something that, that facilitates and, and enriches Torah. Not something that, that uh, not something that, that detracts from Torah. But in order to tap into that potential, so we need again that humility to, to recognize that the derech to which we subscribe doesn't have to be the exclusive one. We need to be sufficient to have sufficient depth not to be not to react to, to the superficialities of difference and, and finally sometimes what has potential to be a machlokas l'shem shemayim deteriorates into a machlokas shem shemayim simply because of insecurity if, if, if one is secure within one's own understanding and one's own derech again following Gedoli Israel who, who have been who have paid that derech who have, who have shown us that, that way if one is secure in that so then one doesn't feel threatened by the fact that, that others follow other Gedolim who have who have paved a different derech but, but too often there's a sense of insecurity the same result can either be triggered by arrogance or it can be triggered by, by insecurity. There's a sense of insecurity, so I feel threatened by people who do things differently. I feel threatened by people who, who dress differently. I, I feel threatened by people who are machmir and things where, where, where I'm makil. And that insecurity causes us to push back and, and to, to delegitimize even when, when, when one should recognize it as, as a legitimate machlokas l'shem shamayim. We, we, we mentioned the, at the outset the, the timeliness of reflecting upon machlokas, so maybe to, to conclude on the same, on the same note, the Chafetz Chaim, as, as you know, in, in the safe of that name, quotes in his Agdama, the Chazal that Vayihivishun Melech v'Sas Efrasheim Yachad Shiftei Yisrael that that when is Hakadosh Baruch Hu our Melech when it's v'Sas Efrasheim Yachad Shiftei Yisrael when we come together so then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is our Melech and Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Melucha is over the Jewish people it's not over Yechidim it's over the Jewish people so when we're cohesive when we come together so then then it's Vayihi Vishur and Melech. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is Melech Aleinu. In addition to the other perspectives, as we prepare for the Malchios of Rosh Hashanah, of Imbu Lufanei Malchios, Kedeshetam Lechuni Aleichem, so in order for that to happen, we need to be able to, again, rise above the destructive form of, of Malchokas, and when appropriate, Embrace the the constructive form of machlokas.